0: This is the Orange Podcast, conversations with Orange City Council for the local community.
1: This is Alan Reeder, and from the deepest, darkest depths of lockdown in the Central West, this is the Orange Podcast, reflecting a few tiny rays of sunlight through the seclusion that's keeping us all safe. Coming up in today's Grundle Bag of Joy, more stories of Orange City Council getting on with the job despite the pandemic. Today, we'll find out how an engineer keeps local business operators on side as he digs up the roads and footpaths outside their stores. An update on the upgrade of Lord's Place and Bing Street coming up. But first up today, last year's retail recovery campaign that gave away $1,050 FPOS cards is coming back this year for a second round of much needed retail therapy. But this time, you can also go out of Orange to go shopping. That's all coming up this week. You're listening to the Orange Podcast. During the week, we heard that uh, lockdown was going to be extended yet again. Lots of businesses in Orange are doing it tough. Uh, one of the decisions that came up at Tuesday night's council meeting through the week was some moves that are underway by Orange City Council to help out the the community, to help that recovery start to happen, to find out some more Orange City Council's Employment and Economic Development Committee chair, Councillor Tari Maleta. Tari, t- to begin, before we look at the specifics of Tuesday night... Uh, some people think the council's job is roads and rubbish. Why? why what's the importance of uh, helping out local businesses and, and stimulating the local economy?
2: Uh, thanks, Helen. Look, I think it's important that the uh, council understand what community expectations are and also to understand how difficult it is in the present climate to operate businesses and remain viable. And uh, I think that Orange Council have understand that and they're listening to such organisations such as the business chamber, local business people who are expressing their concerns to council and as a result of that council have taken the initiative to try and help out where possible and that's why they've been involved in this Think Orange campaign.
1: The specifics of that one they'll still be sorted out but big picture last time this time last year we had a, a Shop Orange card $1,050 cards do you think that was successful?
2: Oh, it certainly was, not the feedback which we received was very encouraging. I know that the businesses and the people of Orange really appreciated the opportunity to uh, have access to that $50 gift voucher. Council uh, have uh, taken on board that feedback, and as a result, they're uh, rolling something similar out again.
1: When someone goes shopping with a free $50 card in their pocket, will they spend $50? Might they spend a bit more?
2: I would certainly, we'd hope that they would spend more. Uh, Some people may choose to spend 50, but obviously uh, part of the incentive is that we'd like to see them spend more on uh, maybe some of those bigger items, whether it's uh, groceries or white goods or the like, you know, we would certainly hope that they would spend in addition to what they've uh, been given.
1: So when it comes to sizing up the value of that spending $50,000, it's likely there'll be more than that spent in the local economy?
2: Oh, certainly wouldn't. I'd be interested know in knowing the figures. What was spent last time, uh, certainly $50,000 is a big contribution um, by our city council. It may be a, appear to be a small amount in the scheme of things, but certainly it's an opportunity for people to, to get something which they may normally not be uh, able to do so.
1: This time, instead of the shop orange card, it's a think orange region card. That suggests there's something happening regionally. Uh, some of the shops where people can spend their money in places like
2: Conoundra. Is that a good thing? It certainly is because when we look at uh, tourism in uh, in uh, the region, it's not only restricted to Orange. It's you know it also involves those low lying areas who are uh, play an important part of the the fabric of our region. And when people generally come to the region. Um, to visit and that they like to visit places like Canoundra, Mowalong, Blaney, Milthorpe, places like that which may not normally see that type of uh, tourism. So, so obviously an opportunity for them to cash in as well and uh, whilst Orange may be the, uh, the hub of a bigger area, we certainly don't uh, forget those lower lying regions which uh, certainly um, benefit from the tourism as well.
1: And if Orange City Council's put in 50 grand, uh, would you be optimistic if we asked Cabon and Blaney might also put in some money.
2: I think looking at the size of their councils, I think it is realistic to ask them, but certainly it will be on a pro rata basis depending on the size of the council and what was affordable to them.
1: At Tuesday night's meeting, there was also a report on some of the other uh, impacts on some of the other areas that council has tried to help the local economy. Um, the, off the back of the future city upgrade in McNamara Lane, uh, some celebrations are planned there once that work's all done in the car park.
2: Oh, and I think it's something which our community are looking forward to as well, Alan. I know that uh, people have uh, approached me and also the business chamber and and they're excited about coming out of lockdown whilst they understand that there's a need for it. uh, It's something which we're not used to, it's foreign, so people are looking forward to getting out with the future cities and the upgrades. Some of the things which council are having in place for the future, such as uh, future tunes, uh, street stores markets things like that it's also an opportunity to get out when we're able to do so in a safe environment and reconnect with people that we haven't seen for a while so it's certainly uh, something which the community are looking forward to
1: the idea of council getting behind some free music concerts again post lockdown if someone's out to uh, enjoying a free concert a local venue they might spend a few dollars while they're there good for the economy
2: certainly is, and I think what we would expect to see or what we hope to see is once they've had that uh, free entertainment in the park or, or in those, inside those venues, which is uh, something we're also looking at, once they've uh, listened to the music, we would hope that they would uh, hang around or maybe go have a meal or visit some other places as well and spend a bit of money and uh, or just uh, get out and enjoy themselves and uh, reconnect with people and businesses as such, support the local economy. That's what we're trying to see.
1: The council is getting behind and working in partnership with the business chamber. They've got a, a shop local campaign going at the same time, encouraging people to shop locally at Christmas time. Important that the council tries to match up its campaigns with what the business chamber is doing as well.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. I think uh, what the business chamber are doing, they're looking at uh, things moving forward towards Christmas. I know that they have some uh, some ideas in place, which they're going to speak about next couple of weeks. Um, that's a matter for them to uh, to speak to those issues. But Obviously, with the economic development, a City Council, they understand the uh, the need to work closely with the business chamber, and uh, we we obviously do that, and I think that's beneficial to all parties involved.
1: On a superficial level, again, some Christmas decorations going up around Christmas time that, that creates
2: a bit of atmosphere. Oh, look, I think most people enjoy getting in the spirit of Christmas and it's great for the kids, it's great for the people of Orange, and we look at what we've been through in the last 12 months or so with COVID and that, I think it's an opportunity to uh, have a bit of a feel-good atmosphere about Christmas and, uh, you know, by that stage, hopefully we're out of COVID and we're living to live with the restrictions of COVID, so I think it's an opportunity to, uh, to celebrate Christmas and, uh, and also others' company as well.
1: And there'll be more details of the concisely named Think Orange Region shopping card when it's launched in the coming weeks. While there's been less traffic in the centre of Orange during lockdown, it's been an ideal time to make steady progress on the infrastructure upgrade of two inner city blocks. Engagement Officer Ellie Bryce ventured out to Lords Place and Bing Street for a progress report from the man overseeing that project.
0: That noise you can hear is the busyness of Bing Street and Lord's Place. I'm down here with Jacob Tuxford, an engineer at Orange City Council, who's managing this project of upgrading these two streets here in Orange's CBD. Jacob, talk us through, I guess, what's been happening down here. There's a lot of commotion, I guess, good commotion, though. It's all happening. What is this upgrade all about and what's, I guess, been happening?
3: Uh, So the main objective of this upgrade is to make the city more walkable, um, and more accessible for the wider community uh, so in doing that it's involved a lot of footpath renewal we've had to upgrade a fair bit of drainage as well installing two tree medians in um, Lord's place and a median in Bing Street with low plantings.
0: when you say walkability it's obviously a, a big part of this sort of this project and a part of our Future City CBD upgrade overall. What sort of things are being implemented to make it more pedestrian friendly?
3: Uh, so we're installing two pedestrian crossings within the project, one on Bing Street and one on Lords. Uh, on top of that, we're also implementing uh, more accessible parking for um, the access or mobility impaired people. Uh, this is including the taxi rank um, and other areas of parking.
0: And when you say that it becomes more accessible, what talk us through how that happens.
3: So the car, car spaces for the mobility impaired are built at the same level as the footpath, uh, so there's no step there and they can walk onto that quite easily.
0: Yeah. This has been going for a while now, hasn't it? A few months already. What's sort of left in store and to sort of wrap it all up?
3: Largely at this point in time we're putting the finishing touches and all the concreting works um, shortly after that we will be re the roads and planting the trees and that's about it. That'll be the finishing touches on the job.
0: How have our businesses been throughout this? It's obviously had a big effect on them given that they're right near where we've been working along both Bing Street and Lord's Place. Has it been a bit of a challenge? How have they been?
3: Uh, the businesses have been really great throughout this whole project. It has been a challenge to work around their needs and maintain their access as much as possible. Um, however, that being said, they have been really great and I think they'll be able to see the benefits of uh, the project moving forward, um, making everything more accessible for their business.
0: So what's next on the to-do list to bring us up to the to the opening, the grand opening when this is all ready to go?
3: So we've just got to finish off a, the last little bit of concrete in work, uh, a couple of median islands around the roundabout to install as well as the roundabout uh, itself to complete Uh, following that we'll do the asphalting works and we're looking to have the majority of the job or if not all of the job finished in october
0: excellent thanks jacob thank you very much
3: cheers
1: engineer jacob tuxford was talking with council engagement officer ellie bryce And thanks for tuning in this week. As always, you can download this and other episodes on the Orange City Council website or do the subscribe and follow thing from wherever you get your podcasts. Until next week, for the Orange Podcast, this is Alan Reader. Bye for now.